good scene too, Mark. You haven't changed a bit. Neat review. I've got my work. You're like now. Benjamin Button. You were you, you grew up at a silly age and then you just stayed the same. Actually that photo you put out today of <coughs> the two of us from eight years ago. Yeah. My muscle look, mass looks bigger than you look now. the same. Yeah. You're a little chubby guy at like thirteen and then you just kind of slowly like you no. I was fat when I was thirteen. Yeah, exactly. It's a chubby. You used to wear at race events. We may as well put this in the podcast. This weird singlet that had the sort of mm. fishnet mm. in it. He, he used to run mm. around the circuit mm. in, a, in a white fishnet vest. You know the one. I used to wear it at the house, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that one was black. Yeah, so you have multiple fishnets. <laughs> it was about the only thing I wore at the house, wasn't it, Cullum? Yeah, it was a bodysuit. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you just run around daffy ducking. Well, the first time I met Cullum, I was, I was shaken because... He was in awe of my... No, he looks like a little baby. He he still does now. Look at him, he's so precious. He shaved even for the show. I did, actually. But um, his voice was like... Uh, was like a thoroughbred. Like a thoroughbred. <laughs> I'm a racehorse. All right, even though we kind of started, let's get a sync clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sync the thing. Into we'll have to do that quite a few times because yeah. whenever we say something questionable, he has to for stop. some reason we have to clap. <laughs> whenever whenever you think you've cancelled yourself, basically just clap and then that just lets us know that we need to do some work. <laughs> so we already gave him a small briefing, James, didn't we? But um, whenever you mention someone, we beep their name beep. up. Because, you know, that we fucking beep. We don't want to destroy their lives. Yeah. Um, Copy that. In what context are we talking about? In a race situation, or are we talking about in a lifestyle situation? Lifestyle. Of, no, a bit of both. So if, if okay, all right, let's 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 fucking rock and roll. Yeah, but if you if you were talking about the weekend and you were saying, yeah, I was just in front of uh, who finished second? Poor chair. No, Jehan didn't he? Jehan. No, the one that you actually finished. Oh. Either, oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was uh, it was Porsche. <laughs> but if you're saying I was I was in first and Porsche was second, we're not going to beat Porsche. Wait, Rory's Rory's already realised how much editing is going to be. Yeah, there's so, no, we're, we're so much editing. Callum, um, tell me, what do you miss most about me? Obviously, having your moved touch to America. Um, no, I'm a lonely man in America. That doesn't at all surprise me. No. But I don't need to clean up your shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair Simple enough. as that. So when I want to, I want to get just straight into this. The leg shaving was it more <laughs> razor and sort of foam and your soaps, what have you, or is he kind of a wax guy and he'd leave those lying around? I I, th- I don't know what he did in the bathroom. Unfortunately, I could only I, tell. I don't think we, we used all to share a bathroom. Him and I. I bet you did. <laughs> well, there was this one time uh, we would we just had lunch, so. I mean, I mentioned it briefly, but I uh, I came home after a hard day's work in Maranello and so jumped finishing at nine fifty in the morning. <clears throat> jumped in the shower, turned the shower, and realised that the uh, the shower was clogged up with hair. Yes, and that um, was because a certain Brazilian was staying with us, or a certain Englishman. No, it was not me. You know, I don't grow that much hair. There's well, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know, but still, I have no evidence that it was the Brazilian that... Yes, you do. You, you're just... Clearly, you've been either partying or driving too much because you can't remember anything anymore. I try to blur those Anyway, he's out. trying to avoid the part he's that really... I came home one day and Marcus had shaved his legs. Nothing wrong with shaving your legs, but it's a bit, bit I strange. I shaved my legs last night, mate. Exactly. Um, <laughs> on a on a Thursday afternoon, he shaved his legs, and I asked him, you know, why why the hell did you do that? And the reply was because you were so bored that you uh, you shaved your legs. And um, I'd always assumed it was cycling related. Well, that's what he that's what he says it now. Was, it, was, it was. But you said on the podcast last week that those days are behind you on cycling, and you just said that you shaved your legs yesterday. So give us the lowdown on that one. Yeah, I don't really know, mate. You've painted yourself into a corner here, yeah. just like Donald Trump, and now you're just going to have to lie your way out of the it. The thing is, mate, I'm um, I'm quite a hairy man. No, I don't, no, no, no. You no, are not actually. anymore. You not can, anymore. Yeah. Well, well, obviously, you shaved your legs last night. But from, from the eyelashes down, I'm a hairless human being, and I want to keep it that way because, like, I think it'd be you weird. You missed your arms. All right, from my... Yeah, you have quite hairy arms. Quite hairy armpits, right, sure. But down there... Why am I? T- <laughs> this is gonna have to be cut out. 
17 minutes, 15 seconds. No, we're leaving that in there, mate. No, we're definitely leaving it in. <laughs> you, uh, you dug yourself a hole. I feel like it went downhill as soon as you said down there. But I'll glaze over that. He's talking about down in New Zealand. Of course he was. Exactly. Of course he was. But just for the listeners' benefit, we should probably highlight that, that we're talking about down there in New Zealand when right. you're doing a lot of cycling. Down under, you're right, sure. Mm. Um, yeah, but now I just, I think it'd be weird if I rocked up and I was like a hairy, like gorilla, you know? Wouldn't, wouldn't it? It would be weird if you rocked up as a gorilla, <laughs> but you could just stop shaving your legs. Callum, that was your one of your fonder memories of Marinello living with me, no doubt. Um, Supposedly, yes. Tell me, what do you what do you think was your what, what was your best memory about sharing an apartment with me for a two year span? We'll go best and worst. Best and worst. Oh man, I should have prepared for this. The best one would probably be a bit more. The be- the best was uh, honestly after all the times and all the unsatisfaction I had of cleaning up again all your shit. Um, was to literally walk in one day into your room and find dog poo on the floor. <laughs> and as a reward for all my hard work and cleaning, I felt that that was just the heavens had landed and paid me back. Well, hang on, you need to put it, you need to paint the picture a wee bit. So. Yeah, because I don't believe you guys had a dog. No, we didn't have a dog, but we, we had this we had this very large house in Marinello that was right across the road from Fiorano, the track. And no, technically, someone else had the large house, and yes. we lived in a sub-part of it. We lived in the lower part of the house. It was like 36 rooms. The house was humongous. And uh, they had a dog that lived upstairs. They had multiple oh, they, dogs. Multiple. Okay, all right. Yeah, they yep. had like three or four dogs, didn't they? Yeah, well, they, they, they were just babysitting dogs at this rate. Remember and that time I had to save one's life? No. You don't want, Okay, that's all right. No, well, come we, on. I'm not moving on from shit. Come no, on. No, 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 no. The, 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 <laughs> the poo one's yeah, because it was the other one was trying to kill it, and I had to lift it and fight the dog. Oh, there you go. So there was shit on the floor. There was shit on the floor, right? So, uh, they, I don't know, these dogs would always come down, and they'd sit in front of the TV, and they'd do whatever they do. It was disgusting. And then one night, uh, I'd left my door open, my bedroom door, and one of the dogs had, like, sneaked in, didn't they? What was her name? They loved your room. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this dog came in. Obviously, did its business on my bedroom floor <laughs> whilst I was asleep. And I've jumped up in the morning and stood, like, straight in the Oh, shit. yes. Exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> after all the months of cleaning up everything, that was just I was just rewarded. It was brilliant. <laughs> so I, like, stood into it. I was like, no fucking way. This is just <laughs> And uh, it was all right because, in the end, I felt like I had leverage over Elena, who owned the house after that. Were like, well, what leverage did you even use? Well, she sort of owed me one, didn't she? She was like, okay, well, I'll make you dinner and we'll let bygones be bygones. Yeah. That was, there you go. So I sort of like thought... just It's all good, bro. That was in his mind, but you know... It's not a terrible situation, ultimately. But the thing is, the dog did it multiple times. Yes, the dog did. Luckily, no, unluckily, <laughs> never on your bed. That would have been funny. Always seemingly in the same places, just out beside the fridge. Was it one particular dog or was yeah, it just all Yeah, it of was them? the puppy, the newest oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. There was a little one that, that like had the tiniest head but the largest body. It was like this big. Okay. It was like a... Kind of like... Beep. Um, <laughs> you love... <laughs> don't you? Okay, so that, was, so that was a memory of Marinello. Try, give us a more a happier memory. No, that was the best moment. Oh, so that was the best <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, I don't know why you thought anything other. Do you, uh, the, do you remember the first night we spent in that house together? No. I do. Because it was like, we, it was almost like a what dungeon. What am I missing? It was like a dungeon. Yeah, we were in a, a wine cellar or some kind of cellar yeah. with a round ceiling. It had strange ceilings. But eh? you could hear a pin drop. And I closed my door, which is on the other side of the house, basically, to him. And I shut the door and I can hear, like half an hour later, him snoring. Okay, so Marinella, what was your least favourite part of the living with Marcus experience then? Your again the mess, but you know that's that's obvious. We, I, I've mentioned that multiple times, and there's lots of different situations which, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't just, that messy. You were fucking useless, mate. <laughs> no, like honestly, I, if I'd have left, don't it, hold back. No, you you. <laughs> he's out now. He's in America. He's running away. He can go for it. You could not do a single thing for yourself. What, in the house? Yeah. Mate. It's the first I've heard of this. I believe that. You know it. Yeah. I was a great housemate. You were a great entertainment. 
uh, when you weren't sitting on your phone watching the TV at the same time, mm. like you're just you're just dirty, mate. Dirty boy. I actually quite enjoyed sharing an apartment with you. I, I can imagine. You said, you know, I cleaned up all your stuff. Uh, yeah, live in cleaner, basically. And, I was and, never there, and, basically. Well, I was never there, and I was always Mr. Sensible. Um, but anyway, I enjoyed the food. I loved the food. Um, we had a nice pool as well. Do you know, funnily fun. enough, we lived there for two years, and I don't think we cooked once. No, that we didn't really have a kitchen. Well, we, we did have a kitchen. No, we didn't have a kitchen. It was tiny. <laughs> it was like, you, you know, if you go, ca- well, you've never been camping, but no. you I know, know if you yeah. go camping, <laughs> they, they give you the little stove, like mm-hmm. the one little stove. Yeah, the wee little, you, like a Bunsen burner yeah, type. Yeah, super yep. noodles go on it. Yep. Yeah. Well, that Uncle was pretty Bob. much our, our, our kitchen. You, you don't even know what super noodles are. Well, I've never cooked before. swine. But we went out to basically the same restaurant every evening. You know, in Marinello, there's not a huge amount of places. It's not, a little, it's not London, let's say. Well, there's one sort of ultra Michelin star restaurant in Modena. Is yes. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been there? I did. Yeah? What was it like? Uh, it Where they lovely. do all the sort of foams and infusions yeah, and all that kind of bullshit. Specialised in Parmesan. Specialised in Parmesan. Yes. There is a whole okay. dish of like five different ways of making Parmesan. Or using parmesan. Using parmesan. On its own, though. Yeah, usually I just inhale it on top of bolognese, but I don't yeah. know there was multiple ways that you could actually apply it. There is. It. If you go there, it will cost you an arm and a leg, but if you go there... You yeah, I'm into it. it. It was good. Yeah? Get the wine pairing as well. you love it. Wine pairing. Yeah, okay. So is it, so is it and seven wines. Seven wines per yeah. tw- Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And what, maybe like a dessert wine at the end or something? Oh, yeah. Two of them, I think. Oh. Lovely. Sign me up. Do they have vegan meals or not? No. Don't sign me up, please. Oh, man, you are so boring. It's not even like you care about animals. It's just an image thing for you. No, it's not. He doesn't even like animals. No. I love animals. No, you don't. You are. No, you don't. Don't even start. I love that dog that was always shitting on my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that you hate animals. You just don't like them. He loves babies. That's the problem. I do like babies because they're very honest. Your little sister is maybe my favourite person she's in the world. She's not a baby anymore, Well, she was when I last saw her. Yeah, okay, true. And she's she's like you, except, like, way cooler, I think. And a bit more exciting and outgoing. Honest. Well, actually, you're I'm pretty honest. honest. I'm very honest. You used to rip the shit out of me when we were, like, not... Wait, you used to use your words verbally and abuse me like shit when we were living in the same house That's together. That's very harsh. Slightly true, but very harsh. I wouldn't say it like that. Do you remember the time we went cycling together? Now, did you shave your legs for this? No, I did not. My legs have... There's not much hair anyway. But no. yeah. um, What, just us? We never went just us. No, no, no. With all, all the crew. Yeah. Remember, it was you, me, Robert. I was about mid-pack in all of this, I remember. Because you guys would go up front and I'd be left... Because I was the only one in the middle. So it was like the opposite of the Formula 2 season happening that year. Exactly. He was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They they would like play with you. They'd be drafting you at the beginning, and then they'd remember. see a little hill, and then they'd just go for it. Yeah, and you'd be left like <laughs> halfway up. <laughs> Do you remember Robert? Yes, we're leaving Marinello. Like I look at my Garmin. We're not even eight hundred meters in, and <laughs> Robert's come up alongside me, and he's like, "Marcus, I'll race you to that signpost over there." I was like, "Right, okay, let's go." So sprinting, I'm like, "Okay, he's doing fairly well." Uh, I didn't even know if I beat him or not. And I, I remember thinking, you know, he's done pretty well. Well, right. let's just say we completed like six laps and I think he lasted one and a half laps. No, but after that sprint, it was like a K later, Valerio's come to us, the like the coach. And, and we needed like, to wait, didn't we? Yeah, we're like, he said, um, guys, we need to stop. There's a guy at the back. He's going very slowly. Everybody <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got sympathy for me because like 90% of my life, that's been me. Well, <laughs> and Rob is at the back just like, Toodling along. Hello, guys. No, no, no. He was not having a good time. <laughs> so Valerio had to push him for the whole yes. 12K stint, like actually riding up alongside him and just pushing his back. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I got on with that. I didn't like it. You did though. pretty well, I thought. Yeah. Strategically, that's how you made it through because you didn't spend any energy you didn't need to use. Exactly. What was the worst training camp? It was probably the last one we did. Yeah. It was in the winter. Because it's the Ooh. most recent in your memory? or Well, no, but they had that ranking system, remember, which I thoroughly disagree with. They had that with. what? They had a God. ranking. A ranking. Ranking. This is brilliant, this story. Well, okay. So, um, yeah, I didn't agree with it because unfortunately... Callum doesn't agree with many things, by the way. Many things. Um, unfortunately, they judged you on your... Um, it was very subjective. Yeah, very, very subjective. Okay. But they judged you on, you know, like your 
team building, your, your working, your attitude, your pride, your humility, like you name it. Right. So, so you two are fucked. And and no, no, he was all right. <laughs> I was fucked. What? Hang on. Yeah. What? So, humility, and he was fine, but you weren't. Because because I had problems with, uh, shall we say, disagreement stuff. I was trying to keep the morale high. He's the, very honest, right? So when these, he is a, no, 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 no. This was fine. This is uh, the first. The first event was like a walking event up the hill, right? Yeah. And tramping. Uh, I was trying to keep the morale high, so I was really chatting, laughing because you know you can. And we find out afterwards that on communication and behaviour and all of this, they scored me like a two out of five. So I was just like, this is immediately bullshit. Immediately. Because I don't want to... And then I was... Hold up. Wait. So so first they rank us on the actual athletic performance, right? Yes, which you can't do for walking unless you have issues. Okay, so there was walking, but then there was also like uphill skiing. or Like, you know, you had to like... Uphill no, 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 that, that, that was the third day. I'm talking about the first two. This was on the end of the second day was when we had this conversation. Right. Okay. That was that was in the end right. of that. All day. right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it's I, a good thing you're not still annoyed about it. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I've got uh, no, I haven't got over it. But um, anyway, there was a, there was a conversation about these and these dickheads were worried about being first and second and being judged subjectively on first and second i was fucking last right wait, wait. so so for, for the, i think coming into the third day yeah okay that i was i was somehow leading on points so i was somehow okay the best on the attitude side which mick took offense to remember mick was like not happy about the fact yes. that I yes. was leading. Yeah, so they were arguing about that. Being like P1 and P2. I feel like arguing about who's got the better attitude is kind no, no, of productive. No. But here's the other thing. I'd completed everything up to this point and multiple other people hadn't completed everything. No, Robert had an injury, remember? And Enzo. Okay, so Robert, I remember Robert couldn't do half the activities. Yes, and he was still higher than I was. The beat machine's <laughs> going to run so hard here. Still higher than I was. And and Enzo as well because he, he fell over and stopped on the walking because of his ankle. Yeah. Right. So two people <laughs> were higher on the ranking than I was, and I'd completed everything, which was a first for me because I couldn't be bothered to do a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was actually trying. I remember looking at Callum like on one of the athletic activities, and I was like, Callum's actually trying. Like, but the the coaches just thought he was. Yeah, because it was beginning of twenty twenty, so it was like the final year where you had to like show what you were doing. So oh, like, okay. Uh, it, well, the beginning of twenty twenty for a lot of people is when everyone really stopped fucking drawing. <laughs> No, yeah, that, was, that was slightly later. I know I did. <laughs> yeah, but this is when we were, like, I think the five of us, there was five in F2 that year. Yes, yeah, so it was a big you, competition. You, me, uh, Robert, Mick, and Juliano. Yes. And we were taking this thing like it was, we're fighting for Raikkonen's seat, you know, like, yeah. on this training camp. And unfortunately, and I took it very, very badly he when was they made me last. So stone bonking last in everything. And Callum is actually trying. So on the yeah, last that, that's what pissed me off the most was I actually was being bothered this time. And then we're in this meeting and they were still after raising all these issues, they were still bothered about them being first or second. And no one was caring about me being fucking last. So I didn't like the fact that no one supported me for the absolute bullshit that it was. So then I just I have got fed up and walked out. You were like you're, you're expecting the, some kind of mutiny he, from He didn't walk off. Let me let me rest assured, Callum made sure everyone know how we felt. <laughs> so, I think was it maybe the 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 second to last evening or the final morning? We had like a team briefing, all the guys, all the drivers, all the trainers, everyone. And Callum has, well, for lack of a better word, he's lost his shit. He's just like, this is absolutely unacceptable. He's out of blue. He, he he basically said the truth. Like Robert hadn't done anything, <laughs> and he was still stone bonking last on the rankings. <laughs> I was upset. I mean, it, no, but ima imagine, right? You, you're working or whatever, and this goes back to your boss because the boss was not there. And he that, was. No, no, no. The boss, boss. Okay. The, the was not there, and that's the report that you get. And fucking Ilot is last, last. So there, so there was like this mutual agreement. Okay, the competition's off. There's no prizes. There's nothing because so I ruined unhappy. it for all these guys. I was. That's I, good. I was going to win as well. Yeah, I, I couldn't you believe know, it. You know what you would have won? What, a free lunch? No, that makes a big difference yeah. to you, doesn't it? A handshake and a disapproving look. <laughs> 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 we have to cut that out, unfortunately. But, um, no, he's gone. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Mick was... I think Mick was pretty dark as well. Cause he wasn't happy. The that. only reason I was leading was because Pierluigi, the trainer, he proper loved me. 
Like whenever I was doing something half okay, he'd be like, "Marcus, say un grande, say un millón." Yeah, but he was the one who stuffed me. He was pretending to be my mate and then stuffed me on the points. <laughs> Bastard. He loved me to bits, this guy. <laughs> and Mick was, I think Mick was the best. Like athletically, he was good at all that winter sports stuff. I heard and that, yeah. Yeah, but this guy had never been skiing and actually was not horrendous at it. Me? But yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because I know you don't ski, which has always upset me come like January, February when I'm looking for people to go skiing with. And you're it's like. because I was always casting during ski season in New Zealand, wasn't I? So I never learned how to ski. Yeah, but I did. Well, I wasn't very good at casting. You're the uncoordinated person I've ever met. I don't that's know. true. Actually, true story. My uh, my dad tricked me into taking karate for two years because he said, oh, I want you to be able to sort of defend. When, and actually, it was the case that my parents were watching me do something on the holiday and going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> we took karate we lessons, fix this. remember? You, you remember when I flipped Massimo? I got it on video somewhere. <laughs> Pull it up. I want to see you flipping Massimo. Our old, this is going to take me a little bit of time. Our old boss of the FDA... Yeah. So he's now the CEO of Aprilia. We can't. So he's going. He's he's he is he's a legend. He is a legend. He's the best guy ever, and he's the guy that found us and signed us to the FDA initially, and he's taken us to do this karate fighting class. Taekwondo. Yeah. 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 And um, Massimo's having a fight with all of us. He wants to fight all of us, and he's like convinced, like trying to get us angry, trying to like get us all riled up. And he's end up having a fight with Callum. And you know when Callum gets angry, he really likes no, to show no, no, his emotions. No, 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 no. he doesn't show his emotions no. at all. This was, uh, this was when we were just doing flips and we, we said, Massimo, can I do it to you? Is this with the pro kickboxer or not? No, no, no. That was another situation. <laughs> <Okay>. Fucking that hurt. <laughs> he got me right on the nose, not once, but twice. Do you remember that? <laughs> I look so happy. <laughs> that was on a training camp. We're going to have to throw this one up. Oh, yes. That was lovely. There you go. We'll get it on the screen. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it on the screen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you send that to me? Yeah, yeah, well, I'll say um, that. Um, so if I can go, if I can digress back, unless you want to talk more about karate, to the point that I was going to bring up uh, about Callum's overseas racing. How are you finding the shift, mate, from uh, European racing lifestyle to obviously joining the American circus and IndyCar and all that kind of stuff? More fun, less fun, less pressure, more pressure. Um, I have to say, obviously, my, my last year or the last two years of European racing was COVID. So there wasn't really True. anyone there, which was a shame because it was like my most successful years in, in cars. <laughs> but that's life. Uh, maybe I'll deal with that better. Um, no, it's, it's, I, it's hard to forget uh, like how good it was, like how good it is now compared to like 2020. Because like, you, you forget so know. quickly what it's like. Because now there's so many people at F1 races, it's ridiculous. You can't walk anywhere. And yeah. It's just like totally changed. Like I feel sorry for, for like you especially when you're kicking ass in F two and there was no one there to see it or at the race weekends. You yeah, know? my parents didn't even get the car. That's, That's so true. sad. That man. sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, but well. have they been out to the states? Not yet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they were just having a great time here. No, I, I no, they will come. I think maybe Laguna the last round. Oh yeah, I don't know, my sister. And I'll be there. School and that. Your yeah, sister's oh, yeah. gonna be yeah. there as well. Maybe I don't know. I might come and babysit. Have a, have a bit of a laugh. Sure. Actually, I think Laguna Seca is the same weekend as Monza, You're isn't Monza. it? It is actually, yeah, because I was going to try and come to Monza, but oh well. Um, no, it's different. It's different. Uh, gr- great racing, mm-hmm. carnage in a certain way, um, but very different. You know, you got the road courses, street circuits, and then the ovals. Um, for the fans, it's quite crazy. Like, imagine, you know, you're a five-year-old kid who loves cars and stuff, being able to go to all these drivers and speak with them. Yeah. Like, you, if you get, if you time it right as a fan, you could have a genuine conversation with, you know, like, Roman. That's what I think is really cool, is the accessibility. Even, like, getting on the grid before the race is pretty easy if you've got a relatively... You know, and just not a general admission ticket. You can end up yeah, on the grid not, for the race. But also, even if you are general admission, it's, it's $40. It's not yeah. like you're you know paying 500 like it is at the f1 races yeah. mm. um and i think like i really appreciate that um for a lot of people but it, it's also it's different it needs a bit more recognition in my opinion because the race yeah, is mega, definitely but like the fact that it isn't really notified like I, I remember when i went to miami everyone's like everyone who knows is like oh that's awesome it's so cool mm. and everyone who doesn't just kind of goes ah yeah Everyone who's watched IndyCar says IndyCar is more entertaining than Formula One. It's just getting them to watch it mm. is yeah. what I tend to find. But. I, I think it's just it's it's kind of long and it's kind of in a certain way. Even though F one is very complicated and confusing, 
Mm. IndyCar is also very confusing because the strategy way. and the refueling it's, and everything—it's just a mess. Like you could be leading the race out of, from last out of nowhere, mm. and yeah. then at another point you can go from leading the race to being last out of well, nowhere. Well, I remember Marcus Ericsson in Nashville. Yeah, he year. went up like that. Yeah, had to box for a new wing, was completely last, and then you get it right on strategy, and he yeah. won. Yeah, it's 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 a weird one, but like that's what's kind of you always have to try and put yourself in a good position. Mm. and then just hope for the best yeah 99% of the race is just jostling and then the last 1% is okay let's see what the result is exactly yeah. and the races are like the longest things I've ever done like genuinely they I have done triple stints in Le Mans and luckily you're an athletic superstar exactly um, you're a specimen a specimen the, the, the best you can get but no like genuinely it is it just goes on and on and on and on and on like you, you get 50 out of 80 laps in and you're like Jesus Christ it's, yeah, it's tough. physically demanding. It's what drags so on more, the, the ovals or the roads? The ovals, again, are very repetitive and it's kind of a bit like... But but they go by kind of quickly when it's the laps are so well. fast, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the street circuits, they take the longest because there's normally quite a few cautions and yeah. our race doesn't get shortened. What was the first going. race of the season? St. Pete. That's St. Pete's but Do you see my hands after that? I ripped open my hands because of the physicality of it. Mm. But even, even even watching that race was like long. And then it was thirty degrees in the car. Mm. Like I had to drive the last stint with my visor open in the car because there wasn't any air coming in. Mm. Now now we all pretty much in the summer run with these like cool vests. Yeah. So there's like an air. Yeah, they run them in like supercars and things like that. Yeah. Th yeah. This is a lifesaver. It's a, a genuine lifesaver because otherwise it's it's so hot so hot so compared to f2 like from a physical standpoint how do you rank the two so imagine imagine a clean race in f2 don't take like silverstone for example take uh what's what's in the middle like red bull ring maybe okay um but then imagine that you're like fighting the car so you're driving maybe <laughs> I, there was, it's been a long time since i've done that so the car's trying to drive you more than you were yeah, trying to drive the car yeah but at the same time you're not going as high a speed so like i would say the steering is comparable but yeah. you're doing like second gear kind of corners right but you're fighting the thing yeah. the whole time it does not want to go where you want to go and there's obviously lots of bumps and everything and then you've got three pit stops so and then obviously in f2 the more the race goes on the lighter the steering becomes yes yeah and i guess in but imagine coming out the box three or four times where it's new tires and yeah. full fuel full fuel every <laughs> time um it gets really really heavy um that would suck yeah yeah, it, it takes, like, I, I would say the first three races, it took me to get used to it. Because we don't do much te testing either. So you think the first race was the most physical? Yeah, by far. By far. Because I did the three races at the end of last year, and that was easy. And then I think, obviously, we changed a few things this year in a different philosophy. Come to the first race, it was killer. It wouldn't surprise me if even, like, the vets said that St. Peter's the worst. Like, that one, it's it's that's up a... there. They're Barber and... Um, even Long Beach this year was jumping out our hands in one of the Because there was, what, two cautions in Long Beach? Yeah. Yeah, usually there's like 17. Yeah, but there was just so much rubber. There was a drift. They used the drift uh, drift cars in the last couple, last That's sector. That's right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the yeah. rubber was like this. So in the race, there was this last corner which you kind of have to overlap the steering on and it snap out mm. your hands. Mm. And you, you yeah, try, yeah, have to yeah, try yeah. and catch it with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's no. actually my favourite thing to do is just go on the IndyCar app and just watch onboards the whole way. Because like you don't realize the whole that could go wrong at any moment. Oh you're yeah, just fighting the car the but whole way. But you're pushing 100. percent So again, it's not like F2 where you kind of take it easy in the high speed mm. um, and you're easy on traction. You're 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 making sure that guy does not get in like striking distance of making a maneuver. In a way, that's cool though because you can actually just push the whole way. Yes, and it actually rewards the guys who are physically fit enough to drive the thing at full capacity the whole time yeah no, no there's there is that i mean guys do suffer at the end i think we've had a couple in the med center after a couple of the races this what? year yeah what, no, mate, just dehydration or what dehydration heat exhaustion exhaustion my days it's 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 a killer like i know you know i didn't train massively in f2 right i think you're naturally strong but you yes yeah but i didn't train much i'm training every day of the week in indy yeah genuinely Gen genuinely and you know i don't i do it because i have i know to. how much you hate training yes exactly i remember it was probably a week before his first uh test f1 test in austria with Sauber, and i just said to him like callum how much neck training have you been doing mate and he's like huh 
Haven't thought about it. <laughs> so he, walk, he walked off to his bedroom and he gets this little uh, stretchy band yeah. and he's sitting on the couch and he's just like working his neck. I'm like, yes. Can't believe I'm... Yeah, but I was right on that one. No, you were not. No, the but first test in... The first test, yes. Do you but want to put some money on this? No, yeah. Then, then... I have evidence to say otherwise. No, or well, the 2019 <laughs> one. The one... No, 2020. Yeah. Which is the one where you rode off the car? Yeah, but, yeah that was 2019. <laughs> that was my first test, 2019, and I didn't have a problem. 2020... I, I, I beg to differ. That, that last lap, I rested it through... No, I know, I know, I know the one. I, I rested it. I rested it. I rested it through the last corner. It's even in my favourites. So I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> I watch <laughs> that video whenever I'm feeling hang a bit on, sad. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, now this is this has been bullying Callum, but what about bully Marcus? Yeah, I'm into You that. remember first race weekend of 2020, Red Bull Ring, right? Yeah, it was one of the best of the season. And, Can't forget it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best of your life. <laughs> and you remember that there was a safety car that came in seven laps towards the end. Do you Ooh, remember how many yeah. seconds I pulled on you in those seven laps? Nine seconds. Yeah, and you remember what your answer was afterwards when I said, why are you so slow? This is a photo of me after that feature race. <laughs> <laughs> it, he said he had body degradation. I had driver degradation. Mamma mia. Oh, that was close. Yeah, almost. Oh, it was close. Um... Yeah, and then, but the thing actually I remember most out of that race is I was pretty stoked for it. it was a Hang on, we got, we got the video here. Just You just go straight to the last corner. All right, you're going to have to Mr. Roy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, oh, my that's God. That's not my fault. That, that is <laughs> not my fault. Neck. Look at his neck. Ciao. Oh, yeah, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> like a bobblehead. Mate, that car is driving you. You're like, whoa. Yeah, but when you drive it once every three months, what are you going to do? Yeah, but you you do train your neck prior to. Yes, I did. I did after Portimao. I so just, that is, I just that want is to me. Screenshot this. I just want to screenshot. That is me with a trained neck. But going back to the F two uh, feature race in Austria, the thing I remember most about that is Marcus thought it'd be funny with the mask on on the podium, and he I got the drink, yeah. and he basically just waterboarded himself with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you got it in your eyes, didn't you? I have no idea, mate. <laughs> that was a blur. I didn't know what planet I was on after that feature race. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going for the water, he went straight for the champagne after being. Well, well do, I could have talked to that. That was like during COVID when uh, I was in my cycling days. Yes, your weekdays. Uh, how much do you weigh now? Uh, 64. Without kit. Yeah, without kit. Yeah, so I'm about 66, 67 without kit now, but I was 61 at that feature race in Austria. Yeah, so this idiot, right, he w- he listens to one podcast or one YouTube documentary about how to be nutritional and how to train well, and then he lives off of that for a year. Yep. So he's just peak idiot. It's because I'm a big Alessa Spargaro fan, you, obviously the MotoGP guy, and he's like, he could be a professional cyclist if he wanted to. I'm sure he could. Yeah, the difference is, mate, you're a race car driver. You're not a professional cyclist. Yeah, all you do is sit down and just turn your arms and legs a bit. And um, he couldn't even do that well. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was tough, mate. I, I didn't want to admit it at the time, but I was like, I need to stop cycling. Yeah. No, but like, okay, so going, going no, continuing on to him, right? Yeah. He has an interesting complex. What, I think simply what you just say, he'll hear one thing and then go, yep. No, there's that, but there's a thing genuinely to do with his happiness, that if he does not train at least two hours of the day each day, he has a bad day. That's true. It is, it is very true. Is, I've known him long enough. And the, at, the, at his peak time, which was this 2020 Red Bull ring, he was on the bike probably, what, two to three hours in the day? And mm. then afterwards, you would then do an hour of like abs and body weight and mm. stuff. So it'd be like three to four hours of training a day. No, I would do more than two two hours on a bike every day back okay. in those days. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's it sounds a bit more like you were training for Instagram than Formula 2. Yes, yes, he was. And we were just for the legs, the shaved legs. But then he could not drive the car. So this was then my methodology for when someone said, you need to get stronger in the car. Look at this Muppet, training yeah. four hours a day. Oh, still couldn't like turn the wheel. It yeah. made no sense, though, because we when we went casting... I was somehow the like the fittest when it came to casting. Yes. I yeah. think about this all the time: is that race fitness is so different to gym fitness. No, but casting is yeah. is very like intense. Like your heart rate's very high, and um, for whatever reason, you struggled when we whenever we did casting. Yeah, but I was still quick. Yeah, there's other guys. <laughs> when we were racing in New Zealand, you'd left by then. But when I was racing like Josh Hart and things like that, or Matt Kinsman, who are all like seventy three now, mm. they because they raced all the time and drove all the time, they were way fitter than anyone who went to the gym for like five, six times a week. Are you trying to say that you went to the gym back in the day? I did, mate. I used to train at uh, what, what was it, CrossFit Newmarket with Aaron Cunningham. 
Jesus. And I actually got half decent at it for a little while, and then I stopped racing. I went, why am I doing this? And then that's He can morphed. do a muscle-up. I know you can do a muscle-up, because I can't do that. It's the you only can't? Thing. Yeah, but I, I honestly, the, remember when we went climbing? I was good at it. For yeah. some reason, well, climbing. Because we weigh nothing, I guess. We weigh the, we weigh the same, mate. Back then, yeah, yeah. True. So, like, for some reason, I was good at that sort of stuff. I didn't, what did, what did I really not like? Anything. Cardio, yeah. Anything to do with gym? But yeah, I couldn't do like... CrossFit? I wasn't... Ah, CrossFit, nah. Fuck that. Genuinely. See, I quite liked it. No, no, I no, wouldn't no, no, now. No. So oh the way th the way they made us do it is, for example, uh, we had COVID, right? And then we were told we were racing. So I then get a plane to Maranello. So I'm there for a week before whatever Red Bull ring. And the first gym session I do is a two-hour CrossFit session. Oh. I could not walk for five days. No, 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 no. Yeah, my, no. my physio came to the races... Uh, he got me. He saw me on the Thursday. He's like, "What the fuck did they do to you?" Like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't do the track walk. Yeah. Do you know one time there was actually a boxing match? There was a boxing tournament between all the FDA drivers. Now there's a pay per view that I would subscribe to. Do you remember this? Yeah, but we weren't allowed to hit properly. Yes, we were. No, no, we bloody it was, were. It was jabs. Was it you it weren't allowed jabs. to hit properly, or you weren't? Allowed to hit it was properly. jabs only. Remember? When Massimo gave the briefing, he's like, "Okay, don't kill each other." Yeah, but that was till you and Enzo got angry. No. No, no, that was Enzo and Robert. <laughs> oh, Enzo and Robert, yeah. Okay. No, that's a match I'd like to see. So I think in the heats, I made it to the final. I'm a terrible fighter, I'll be the first to admit. But the reason I got to the final was because I was versing him in one of the heats. And <laughs> Did I do an illegal shot? Is that why? Obviously. I got I clipped him on the head, didn't I? No, oh, no I got you on the, did I get you on the stomach? I don't remember, but... I got him a great hook, I think. Oh. No, but... Oh, was, wouldn't honestly, you just love to... <laughs> If there's one match you'd pay money to watch, it's me versus Callum in a boxing match. <laughs> He's like, you can... He, We were hitting each other in the head. I do remember yeah, this. Yeah, gently. But you but... were like, I'd hit you and you'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I and feel like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be making all these weird sounds. It was like fighting Um, It was like fighting my 10-year-old brother. It was, it was pretty funny. What, who usually beats you? <laughs> And then it was Enzo versus Robert. This Which one is chaos. You could not forget this. <laughs> because Rob, you know, he rates himself as a fighter, right? He's got his he own did boxing. He's got yeah. his own gloves. He brought his own gloves along. Well, he's Russian, so they usually just take their shirts off and fight bears. So. <laughs> Might have to cut that out. Nah, uh, so, red glove. Uh, he's got his golden gloves on. And uh, Enzo's got in the ring. And I'm like egging Enzo on, like, come on, mate. It's all or nothing, Didn't mate. He get come hit on. hit square in the forehead. Enzo demolished him. What did he? Yeah, I remember him getting one. No, no, no. I remember the one of the first hits being square in the forehead. Like, uh, don't you remember that? And then after that, he went red, like so angry, and then was just like a little machine, like this. <laughs> and then all rules went out the window. What does he recall now? Like a baby shark or something? So we'd been spending like a full two days, like learning how to do all this technique stuff, and then Enzo's just fully like out the door, just explodes with anger, and is just going all out brawling with. Robert and actually to be fair takes it to him I think he even beat him I think on points they said he won yeah but I think the, the thing is all our rules went out the window that at that point they were just like stop <laughs> yeah and then the final was me and Giuliano and Giuliano okay. <laughs> Giuliano knows how to fight yeah he's I was going to say like mate his arms are about twice as long as mine as that's well. only ending one way for you he's an aggressive little boy I said to Giuliano, I was like, mate, just take it easy on me, please. Like, I'm I'm not a fighter. He looks farm strong, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's not, like, ripped, but he looks like he'd you, know how to carry a bale of hay. They have a wild boar as a pet. That, that doesn't surprise me you in the that? slightest. That family on the little place in France has a yeah. wild boar. That, wasn't his name, like, Fred or something? I don't know. <laughs> and they were all scared of it. Like, obviously, you would be, wouldn't you? So it's a wild boar. But there is there is brilliant videos of them running away from this thing. Like, when you, you, it has two phases. It's hungry phase and it's relaxed phase. It's, it's like Armstrong relaxed. when he sees a steak these days. He just runs in the other direction and screams like a little girl. Oh, no. I have actually been to his house in France. And that oh yeah, I remember this when you took the the really lovely bottle of wine and then told him like a year later. What are you talking about? The the bottle of Petrus. Oh right, yeah. Let's not mention that. <laughs> <laughs> so there was New Year's, wasn't it? Going that? back to going back to our boxing. <laughs> yes, final, it was. It was uh, me, yeah. me and Giuliano. Uh, so I've told him, mate, don't hurt me, please, don't hurt me. And he's like, yeah, no stress. 
He throws a couple of jabs, and I'm like, mate, settle down, please. And then he just starts killing me. And I turn around, I'm like, Massimo, we need to stop. We need to stop. <laughs> he was hanging over the ropes, so like, please stop. <laughs> and Massimo's pissing himself laughing. He's like, keep going, mate, push. I've often thought the best thing to do in the middle of a fight is just stop and just say, mate, settle down, please. <laughs> yeah, that usually right solves hooked. it. Yeah. I had a, a, a version of that outside the ring. Uh, Let's yeah. not go there, because I don't want to be assassinated. Um, <laughs> no, right, we'll cut that bit out as well. Nah, I've had a I good run. this reference. Huh? Oh, oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to cut that bit out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so racing in America is good. Uh, <laughs> hang on, let me bust the agenda open. Let me bust the agenda, the agenda. I was gonna, uh, well, uh, well, there was one thing I wanted to bring up, actually, and that we got a lot of, uh, amongst the positive comments from all the fans, and thank you, we appreciate it. Um, there was about five that all said that you look like a young Elon Musk, which I find endlessly entertaining. If you look at him... I don't know why you're looking at me for reassurance. I don't think I look like Elon Musk. Well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really know, slight, to be fair. There, there is a slight resemblance, yeah. except the IQ is a big issue. Big yeah. issue here. Yeah, I'm, I'm you're not there. way smarter than Elon Musk. Not there. <laughs> Emotionally... <laughs> intelligent well there was there was a um not sure about that. there was a podcast that you did i think it, it would have been in lockdown with david sarah the aussie karting legend mm -hmm. he's won like 1600 uh, national titles and he asked you what would you be doing if you weren't racing and i will never forget this you said oh, i'd probably be at uni doing like an engineering degree would you fuck i know way, it's man. absolute you'd nonsense. be doing some anthropology on vegan issues and you know something no, like that he, he, would, he would be halfway around thailand right now with Trying a braid in his hair himself. finding himself yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he'd be doing <laughs> <laughs> he'd be eating cicadas on sticks doing all that bullshit it'd just be you you, you know the the one that the, all the uni girls have those those pants which oh are really with the bad. elephants on them he'd be going around that yeah. topless with a guitar on his back you would have learned the guitar i don't think so i think you cut out the second part of that answer when he asked me that question i said i'd probably be with all my friends in New Zealand being an absolute hazard. Yeah, that's, that's also that's, true. That's, that's the more answer. accurate. But the engineering degree, I think I we think, can throw out the I window. I think you would be an engineer if you were a driver. I wouldn't want to do it. I'm not interested enough in it. You pretty much are, mate. I could do it, but would I be interested? Actually, it's, it's a real lame question to ask on a podcast, so I'll do this with a caution. But what would you? What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't racing? Look, I, and if money was not an issue, because everyone needs money, yep. I love animals. Okay. Genuinely, I love animals. And, like, I would work with animals because they bring me joy. But I would do it somewhere more exotic um, because, obviously, it's not not that exciting. Yeah, there's not a lot of sort of attention to foxes rummaging around bins exactly. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that on, like, uh, the wildlife protection or something. I okay. like marine biology. WWF kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, marine biology is the first career thing you hear about and you go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like realize. the example everyone uses. You know, some people are marine biologists. Yeah, but then that's you end up testing, like, fish's poo for the next five years of yeah. your life and having to sample the, the, the temperatures of the yeah. ocean. Yeah, that's the funny thing about school is because when you kind of look at the career choices that you can have off the back of a subject and you go, oh, that'd be fun. And then you go to actually study the subject and go, this sucks. Mm. But I will answer. So th this is my life. Maybe goal. he'd be a lawyer. Yeah, I remember he used to watch suits. Oh, no, I get in trouble. Well, apparently you disagree trouble. a lot. So yeah, I get in trouble. Objection. You're very um, good at arguing as well. Yeah, I'm good at that. So so debating maybe something like that. But no, my goal once I earn enough money and I finish with the racing shit is to go and buy a boat and just sail around the That's world. That's right. You told me that. Yeah, exactly. So Solo New Zealand or crew. Oh, you've got to have a laugh, haven't you? you got yeah. to meet some people. But yeah, yeah the, hopefully the boat's big enough because it'd be a bit cramped otherwise. Yeah, you want something a little bit more than a catamaran if you're going around the world. But exactly. people have done it before, though. They have done it before, but, you know, luxury. You know. So how, how far in the future are we talking here? It depends on the coin. Seven weeks. <laughs> so if you, win, if you win IndyCar next year, make a few dollars. That's a small catamaran. No, just win, don't win IndyCar, just win the 500. couple of million. Done. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you get half. Speaking of the Indy 500... I'm actually curious to know, how was it like? Was it as scary as it looked? For the 69 laps that it lasted, great number. Um, uh, nice. it, no, it, it's brilliant. In, in in two ways, it's brilliant because like you, you're there for, well, technically like three weeks, but two weeks of Indy 500 stuff. And you've got a whole week of practicing, which you think is a lot, but you actually go through it and Just, it goes quick. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're, you kind of like focus during the day on the quality stuff. 
and then towards the end of the day yeah towards the end of the day you go to the race pace running so the car then is com- set up completely differently and you've got to try and make your car work in the way and temperatures and stuff and we had days cancelled because of uh, water and rain and then wind. is it harder to set up the car on an oval yes that's bizarre to me by far by far because everything's so particular yes like you you wouldn't believe the difference like little things make and then even the temperature just sends this car out the window like that is genuinely the main reason that i crashed is because it was like 10 degrees warmer than any of the other days that we tested and it just takes excuse number one yeah go on. no 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 it, 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 genuinely because we were at the end of the stint and um a wee the, gust of wind as well Oh, they loved a wind gust chat in Austria, mate. It was, uh, it was um, turn two, so it is more subject to wind, but I don't think that was really what did it for everyone. It was more like, I think, the temperature in that corner and the openness of it. But yeah, if you don't have it right, like it can be one of the worst races of your life, mm. um, and it ends up like that or whatever. Yeah. But an oval where your car is not good is horrible. Mm. It really, it's one of the most painful things. How many ovals have you done? Texas and Indy. Yeah, and then test. I, so I always is quite small, no. No, Texas, Texas is small, but it's an average speed. It's fast, of man. Like the banking, twenty mile an hour. Yeah, that one you do quality all flat. Oh yeah, I saw Rosenquist's pole lap, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was unreal. The thing I always say to people about ovals versus road courses, with my wealth of experience being an insurance broker, is that it's a lot like picking out like your favorite T-shirt. If you had like five different T-shirts that were all different, like pictures and shit, pick your favorite one. You go that one. Or if you had like five plain white shirts. And you pick your favourite one. You'd be like, oh, well, the thing fuck, is, they're all, different. all the same. But so, okay, I'm going to go t- two different ways here. Like, first thing is when you do an oval, and everyone looked at Scott's laps, right, of the 500, which were disgusting, record-breaking laps, 234 miles an hour average speed, um, and the first one being like 230. Obscene. Yeah, I think he went, he went quicker on the second one too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But everyone goes, oh, that's easy, I can do it. You know, everyone from Europe. And you're like, yeah, the point is when the car's set up perfectly and you get it for all those weeks to that day that it's perfect, Mm. that's when you can do that, right? But for all us poor fuckers who are like P9 and backwards, you're lifting on the last laps where it starts like sliding towards the wall. Because you, you, it's not perfect. You don't get. Yeah, but why is it's okay on lap one, but it's yeah the tires. Ti- uh, tires. Damn it! Almost got him. <laughs> you almost got me, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, they 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 start to fade about like lap three, four, um, and so they the, start to fade. That's a good way. Yeah, of, oh, that was fucking on the. Um, <laughs> it's on the cuff. limit. More because of temperature, right? What happens because of temperature? Faded. Carry on, carry on. Anyway, no, it's not going. But yeah, lap three, four, it's just, it's not the same and it starts skating towards the wall. So you're having to lift and you don't want to lift. feeling. Yeah, but so that that fourth lap, you end up having to lift. Um, It looks bonkers fast from like the out view. It is. But you're just following the white line. That's the thing. When you're driving, you're following the white line. It's only when you look at the wall when you're like getting close to it coming out. You're like, quick. So I, I watched the 500 on TV from what probably like 07 through to 2015 and then when i went in 2016 like you see it on tv you see the numbers and the numbers are impressive and you see the outboard and it's all very impressive when you see what that speed looks like live mm. and you see how big the circuit is and how much time they're taking to go around it it's ridiculous yeah well the other thing is like when you crash right everyone who is in a suite can knows knows that someone's crashed from the vibration. Yeah. Not not from the sound, not from that. They they feel like a shockwave come through the sweets oh. behind like turn two, for example. And then you get the bits coming. Those cars over. must be so safe. Like it's it's they're incre- like when when you come and see them and they're they're strong. They're strong. Like it can still go wrong, but they're built to withstand that sort of stuff. And mate, like You obviously you, broke your hand as well. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But like with my crash, can you imagine that my gearbox is fine? My gearbox, engine, and tub can be repaired. That's ridiculous. Shout out to Lara. You do that in an F1 car, and it's... Yeah, it's gone. Everything everything would be gone. I mean, I hit the wall at 205, I think, by the time Fuck. I re- turned around. 80G, first impact to the head. To the head, not to the car. And then the second one was 75 to the head, because I hit the inside one, which is the concrete wall. So, yeah. that, the second impact was where you did your hand, right? No, the first, first one. First one, okay. So, I... I went in thinking I was going backwards, and as you do, you take your hands off because you're done at that point. Mm. You're, a, you're an experienced crasher as exactly. well. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, and it ended up going in sideways, and the amount of force made my hand basically hit the side of the tub, and pile drove my bone into itself, and then I broke it, 
And then, yeah, I, I, the funny thing is, right, the safety crew were there so quick. Like, I was switching all the shit off because the engine was still running. And I look up and there's a dude over the car already as of, like, five seconds mm-hmm. after I come to a stop. And he's like, are, are you all okay? I'm like, I, I look, I'm looking down, I'm like, legs look fine, arm looks fine. I mean, the adrenaline is fingers pumping. just twitching Ooh. like that. And I'm like, that doesn't look right. And he's like, no, it doesn't look right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that checked. Um, yeah, they are the, good in Indy. Like, the IndyCar safety crew actually is oh, mate, fucking they're, awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Awesome. They go, they're, they're so quick and, like, they're, they're there to deal with everything. And, you know, again, the recent one was, like, George jumping over to check. Yeah, yeah. And people go, like, oh, yeah, but your drivers, what can you do or whatever? You, you never, like, Something. My, en- my engine was still running. So yeah. I know exactly where the switch is in, a, in an IndyCar or in an F1 car, you can switch it off. You can you can do something. Of course, the safety people are there. But then if we take a look at Carlos, who caught on fire and was yeah. rolling backwards, no one was there. No. Nah. But in Indy, they'd be there. Yeah. They'd be yeah, there yeah, ready yeah. with their fire extinguishers and everything. Do you think that was the biggest impact of your life? Yeah, for sure. Indy. For sure. Yeah. Because I've got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's big. But honestly, like the first one, if it wasn't for the hand, I'm fine. I don't have any bruises anywhere. The second one... Um, I got a big bruise like that because it was full front on and yeah. the the uh, the, the seatbelts. But mm. I mean, considering I hit the wall two hundred and five miles an hour, I was actually um, this morning. I was I searched on YouTube, Callum Eilock crash compilation. There's a good one. It's like five minutes, twelve seconds long. It was pretty good. Like, yeah. Roughly, you've, you've roughly. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably extended it now. I've had a few. I have to say, uh, a personal favourite of mine was. Uh, in uh, Norris Ring. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. You know, you want to know the funny story about that race. So I, I had qualified pole, pole second that year in F3. And that weekend, I, my uh, engine blew up. Um, so I then got three times 10 place grid penalties, right? That year, 2016, was the last year of the three times 10. Then it was okay. one times 10. So I started 11, 11, 12. And so I was coming back through and I got myself up to third by lap nine mm. or whatever. And I just locked the rears. It's the most eye lock crash you've ever and seen. And instead of, uh, I, I sent it past Stroll. Into the hairpin? Yeah. Yeah. And straight into Ericsson who was leading. Like, there's there's quite, it's, it's a humongous lunge, by the way. You well, yeah, but I wasn't, it, it was like, meant boom, to be. Straight in sideways and you can see he's realised it's all gone wrong. Yeah. And he's like, oh, armfuls of opposite lock straight into the side of Ericsson. You know oh, so in karting like, when they do the choke and the full lock, right? Yeah. And they continue to lock it all the way into the corner. I did that in an F3 into someone and he was very angry. Very yeah. angry. Yeah. So was it, how similar was it to the Lawson van der Linde at Norris Ring last year in DTM? Well, it was unintentional, firstly. Okay, right. So, very different. Very, very different. <laughs> but I, I... Let's just say he was in the middle of the corner and I was... I was yeah, yes. you got to Ericsson in the oh, I, did, I did. I felt very bad. Marcus very bad. Or the no, Ericsson. Joel Ericsson. Joel Ericsson. Yeah. yeah, younger one. The other one I quite liked was in Poe when you were leading. Fuck's sake. On lap one. That one was horrible. You see, these crashes you just never forget, and it scars your soul for the no, rest of your the, life. The, the worst again was with Joel in Macau. Remember that? So This I, wasn't in the compilation. No, I have the onboard somewhere. But I was I was coming to overtake him in 2017, mm. and as I went past, I pulled too early, two inches too early, and his wing caught, caught my tire. I I took his wing off, and I got a puncture for the lead of Macau in 2017, which oh, was the yeah, one. Yeah, no, I do remember this. Yeah, that was a bad. It wasn't bad broadcasted. Day. It wasn't on the TV. No, so they just saw me go straight and him go park it in the wall. I yeah. Think. <laughs> That's got to hurt as well. That that one that one hurt the most out of everything because it was such a small thing. The Poe one was just like you muppet, but yeah, because I I mean, well, no disrespect to Poe, but Macau's kind of a bigger deal. Oh, that was that's also was a, a big it's race. a big journey and like a lot of yeah. testing and different. That was the one that if you could win, you t- you chose that one to win. Yeah, and then it was the most chaotic race of the year for the rest of them. But mate, I would have walked that one genuinely. I had so much pace that weekend. It was such a shame. I remember waking up to watch that race in the middle of the night just to see you out. That, that's a common occurrence. <laughs> it, it really is. Even like, I was saying in the car over here, like even on the podcast last week, obviously we had the Grand Prix on in the back, and we was like, oh, we'll have, keep an eye on the IndyCar as well. We were checking it, checking it. Next time we check, oh, I lots out. Yeah, but uh, that, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> that, that just, it, it stopped on me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, we'll give you that one. We'll give Thank you that you. one as an excuse. But, um, the other ones, no. I, I did fuck it. And then when uh, in karting, 
I think one of my favorite overtakes I saw you do. Was, was it on Norris? It was on Lando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, La Conca. Yeah. Last corner. European. European Championships. You fully mugged him off. Yeah. No, so the, the, the funny one about that was in a heat, he sent it in on me in turn three. But like, it, it was like I was already in the corner. And you know when you hear them coming and you just yep. know that they're going to send it. So I, I turned out of it and he wasn't there. But it, if I'd have turned in, it would have been a crash. So after you that... You would have got a bollocking for not turning in on him. No, 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 no. After that, I was like, because I wasn't with Ollie at that time. I was with Dino. Right. So they were just like, whatever. And I think I got him back later on. But after that, I was like, oh, if he ever sends it in again, I'm, he's going off. Yeah. And, fair enough. And uh, he sent it in on in the final. And th- this kid was super quick on this race. Like, I, I was quick. Well, he weighed about 30 kilos as well. Yeah, but he weighed nothing. So I knew that it would take a They would just lower the pressures for him and he would be quick the last mid to half of the race, uh, mid to last part of the race. So I was like, if I send him off earlier on in the race, he may if and if, if I do it well enough, yeah. I can probably get away from it. Well, he sent it in on the last corner of La Conca. I got the switch back because he'd gone way too far because yeah. he, he was a bit confident at that time. And I just I just put him on the grass. So he put two wheels on the grass on the exit. And it was enough for him to lose about, I would say, six car lengths, car lengths to get Nico Kari to then come along the inside oh. of him into turn two and then put him off completely, and then he was out of the running. So, actually, it would have been enough, but Nico helped me there, and, yeah, I won the world. Uh, the European, European's not the worst. Thank God Lando Norris has better things to do than to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> That's, unfortunately, now because I never made it. That's my only claim to fame. Yeah. Well, yeah. My, my claim to fame is beating you in a kart race. When? Well, in FDA, when we had... KZ, this is the peak yeah, of my life. Yeah, but that's because I, I, was, I was dead by lap 20. Yeah, so I it knew... Was 25 Did you race. ever beat him in Formula 2? Yeah. Name it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, no, even when I stalled, I still got past you. Which, which is, it, is this 2020? It is, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't well, have to be, races. yeah. 2020 is like, I don't... You remember that I have t- no memory of that year now. You remember... Monza, how is Island so fast? On the radio. Yeah. You see this red thing, like, always, like, two metres more narrow than you in every corner. You're like, like, you can't block his, uh, you can't get to the point where he's not in, like, clean air because he's just got so (laughs) much grip. And it's like, well, what chance do I have? You were driving a sponge that year, but we won't go too far (laughs) into that. um, This is why he's my co-host. Yeah, I can say all the stuff that you want to say that I actually... So we're carting and uh, we're casting together the Conquer again. Yeah. And uh, him and I are quite a lot faster than the other kids. And we're actually equal. Him and I are But this was in KZ. I didn't really do much KZ. You did the Worlds and a couple yes, of Europeans, right? Yeah, one European. I did two races. And we're like, we're exactly the same. And I'm like, as long as I make it to lap 20 <laughs> of 28 uh, with ahead of him, I'll be fine. Because he will just... He will die. He has no physical fitness in a go-kart. Not anymore, no. And I, I could hear him for like the first 20 laps right on my bumper, and I was like, lap 21, he just like, suddenly the noise was gone, and I was like... It was like a loss of eight tenths. Right on cue. <laughs> I let's run out of fuel. I still finished second, though. Well done, mate. Thanks. Who was third? Enzo. No, he had to take call-ups. I think it was Gianni. <laughs> I miss Gianni so much. What's, where was that in Italy? La Conca. South, La Conca. really south. south. What's the best kart circuit in this league? La Conca's up there. Um, what do you Sano. think? Sano. Sano, they changed it though. Oh since yeah, they I change it every five minutes, don't they? Should we take a break? Yeah. I miss chatting shifts with you. Excellent. I'm glad someone misses me. I don't hear that often. I miss... Um, no one messages me. Like, you know, gossiping? Yeah. Ever heard of the word gossiping, James? Gossip. They used to actually call me Gossip Girl at high school. Did they? Yeah. Does they it all surprise me? Gossip Girl, Serena Vander Woodson. Gossip Girl. You are Gossip Girl. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, I have heard this a few times. If you, you want to know something girl about the, what goes on in the paddock, yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. Well, if Radio you want, paddock. Or uh, we could even make a separate podcast called Callum's Conspiracy Theories. No, because I would get lawsuited by many people. But Go- it's so funny. It's yeah, like but half of them would be, be bloody true, wouldn't they? They are. They're all true, mainly. Okay. What about gossip, gossip Goat? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to make my own one. Yeah, Gossip you Goat. Com- my podcast. Coming to you live from Indianapolis. <laughs> Our live correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that was a goat noise. I, thought, I only just put that together. Uh, I, thought, I thought you just had an aneurysm. Um, but let's dive into it. So we've, we're talking of Indianapolis. We've had a question in from the listeners. Um, Who was it? Who sent in the question? Uh, we have. Just, oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> you told me you put me on the spot of it, yeah? Um, <laughs> JHB. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. But if we go uh, favorite American food, I can weigh on this myself. But um, you, de- uh, when we were in Long Beach after the IndyCar, you demolished a quesadilla like I've never seen yeah, anyone do Nick- that before. Wait, Nickaban underscore sent what is Carmen's Nick- favorite American Nick- food? Nickaban underscore. Thank you very much. <clears throat> well, because in the UK, and especially where I lived in the UK, there's no Mexican. No, right? terrible Mexican food in the UK. Whereas in the US, so much Mexican tacos, everything. It's good, oh. isn't it? It's so well. much better. Vegan? No. Vegetarian? No. Pescatarian? No. No. Just, just, just pure American pork, meat. Goodness. Chicken, beef. You, yeah. You, you, yeah can, you got your porks, your lambs, your bloody everything. Your ev- dogs, your cats. <laughs> not, no, not there. But um, anyway, get those wet markets in Indianapolis, mate. <laughs> But it's, it's beautiful. My, that's my go-to food now. Mexi- tacos. Mexican yeah. in, in oh, the States. It is so a, much better. There's actually a tacos and tequila on Speedway, the, the main street of Speedway. Uh, very small. With like a dirty American hot dog to go with it or just the tequilas? No, no, no. It's gin. You get the tequilas and all your favourite drinks with tacos. It's amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah. We'll try and find some. It'll be in, in the bottom. That the sounds right somewhere. up your alley, James. Man, I love a Mexican. I love tequila. No, it's, I love it's it. so yeah, good. Everything. It's so good. So, yeah, if you do make your way over to America next year, that's that and 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 it's not far from one of the teams there are two of the teams actually there you go we can hear that rory by the way (laughs) (laughs) rory's just tucking into a kinder bueno (laughs) no bueno (laughs) um yes we'll let you eat it mate that's it mexican yeah and a kinder when was the days of kinder when was the last time you were in the states the last Pro- time properly, I'm not just traveling through. Uh, Nashville last August. Oh yeah, of course. All so right. have you got a standout restaurant or meal that you had in Nashville? Um, well, there wasn't there wasn't uh, a lot of vegan and vegetarian stuff. I um, can't imagine there was. No, thank God for that. It's like the Las Vegas of the other side of. No, America. it's 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 the L.A. of country music. It's yeah. better taxes. It is better sick. Taxes. <laughs> yeah. It was sick. I loved it. It yeah. was like the energy of the place is like. It's going to a, like a Chelsea game, except heard, it's I've, on the street. I've heard very few bad things about Nashville. No, it's, it's unreal. Great. It's great. The people also, you know, in the UK, if you jump into an elevator and you just like start chatting to the person with you in the elevator, you'll probably get slapped. They, well, they think that you're ill. You know, like is this? We need to get away from this guy. We're in America. They think that in London too. But carry on. No, no that's what I mean. That's no, what I'm talking about London. In oh, London. Right, so, oh, right. Yeah. In America, you jump in the lift and they just like start chatting. I'm like, yes, yeah. What a lovely person. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Can they, I get a tip? They want to make friends, you know. That is, yeah, they do love a tip over there, don't they? That is, yeah, that's tricky. Still getting used to it. Yeah, do you ever know how much to do? I usually go 10%. Oh, you cheapskate, 20. It's got to oh, be 20. 18 right. if you're like a bit meh. We're not, we're not all making millions and billions of dollars in IndyCar. IndyCar superstar over here. I mean, Rory will be after this podcast. <laughs> he's going to earn his money after this podcast, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of editing he's going to have to do. Yeah, exactly. No, no. No, unfortunately not. Not yet, anyway. I'm working my way there. I remember when we, we lived in Italy, all you ate was spig... Uh, pasta ragu. Si. Per favore. Yeah. That's it. Bolognese. Si. Yeah. It's just bolognese. Bolognese. It? Yeah. It's mega. Every single night. I think even for lunch sometimes, he would have it. No, 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 no. So we go to Blanco and I would alternate. One day I'd have the pasta and then the next day I'd have some chicken and vegetables like you would mm. without the chicken. Oh, yeah. Um... And then I would then go for the pasta again. I think I was actually a good influence on you because Why? I because you like you had to eat well when you were with me because we'd go to nice places. Yeah, but he always said I didn't eat much, and I would eat like just as much, if not more, than you. Every yeah, but time. you'd be eating complete shit. No, pasta is not shit. No, but you just order everything and then have some of everything and be like, oh, I'm full. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least I'm getting the 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 nutrients, you know. Getting a bit of your vegetables. It happens almost every time we go for dinner. You just look at the menu for about forty-five minutes, and they go, "Can we just have one of every starter?" Yeah. Are you? Are you like? I know a lot of women do this, but do you like look at um, 
Careful. Google Maps. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's, it's a genuine thing. And assess the menu before. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Anyone who doesn't look at a menu before they go to the restaurant. No, so crazy. he's the only guy I know who does that, which is why I've said women. That's right. Yeah, no, I don't do that. That's exactly. not true. But my you, girlfriend does. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it wasn't sexism. <laughs> oh. oh, Callum. <laughs> I do need to leave soon, so if you need to I, wrap it up. I wish you the very best in IndyCar. <laughs> We're not There's doing been this. so much touching on this side of the room. I've Every time I put my arm up here, he then puts his arm. I up. feel oh. neglected. I just want to <laughs> hold his hand. Hold my hand, Callum. No, it's all sweaty, and I'm not sure where your hands have been either. Well, you're Callum, worse than me. I love you lots, mate. I wish you all the best in IndyCar. We're going to have to do this again at some point. Well, We're we, have to do I've it said again. it before, and I'll say it a hundred more times. Friend of the show, Callum Ilot. Friend of the show. Round of applause for Callum, making there it all the go. way from America for today's interview. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm this off. morning. I've got to go to Toronto tomorrow.